0: when the sun rises i wake up and chase my dreams i won't regret when the sun sets because i live my life like i'm a beast what up you're listening to the lifestyle practice podcast what's up everyone i'm justin short your host today today we're going to be addressing a certain topic or issue that i know a lot of you are dealing with in this weird semi-post-COVID purgatory that we've been dealing with, but first, I want to do a little housekeeping, and I'm not always the best at remembering to do that, but I am remembering today, and that includes informing our new listeners of what we do. Myself and my partners, Derek and Steve, work with dentists to help grow their practice in life. We have an online course where we lay it all out, and we also work with doctors one-on-one. We're not the group that you call when you just want a pat on your back or you just need to check a box saying, hey, I got some help. We're the group you call when you're ready to burn the ships and take the island, when you're ready to put in the work to really make a difference. And you probably have heard the saying that showing up is half the battle. Well, I think that's stupid. Showing up is none of the battle. Anyone can show up to a battle and just get their butt handed to them. Our goal is to develop warriors who are ready and willing to do what it takes to win the war in creating a practice and life that are extraordinary. So that's what we do. And today we're going to discuss a particular battle a lot of you are dealing with on a more consistent basis, and that is cancellations or last-minute cancellations in particular. Part of being a good business owner is being able to adapt and evolve. And I'll be honest, this eureka moment took me a minute to figure out and wrap my head around. Since COVID started and cancellations have ticked up, I initially tried to fight this battle using tactics that have worked in the past. That could be how and when we're sending our reminders, how or when we're confirming, making sure all patients that in our practice are signing our cancellation policy, making sure we're building good rapport, et cetera, et cetera. And those things are necessary still, but they're not enough anymore. And in spite of those safeguards, practices are still dealing with last-minute cancellations at a higher rate than pre-COVID times. And why is that? I think there are several main reasons. Number one, for me, people are traveling more throughout the year. Most people are able to work remotely now and therefore, as a whole, are able to pick up and head out whenever they want at a moment's notice meaning that confirmation from two weeks ago via text doesn't mean much if they get a wild hair and decide to head out of town. Number two, people are used to canceling more. Not everyone, but I think a fair amount of people feel a responsibility that if they make an appointment, they would like to keep that commitment. We've all had to cancel more things over the past couple of years for actual legit reasons. We've been exposed, we're sick, someone at our kid's school is sick, we're the ones traveling, whatever. So we've been forced to cancel things we otherwise wouldn't have, which has lowered that responsibility threshold, where before we'd feel guilty if we canceled last minute on someone we've now trained ourselves that life actually just goes on for us. And the repercussions are low. If we have to cancel something, people have taught themselves consciously or subconsciously that it's okay to do that. Number three, let's face it. Everyone knows that we all have a get out of jail free card in our back pocket. Everyone knows if they call up last minute and mention the C word, they can get out of stuff. A last minute lunch opportunity comes up. It's a nice day. We wake up and just don't feel like going to the dentist. No big deal. We'll call up and mention the COVID in some form or fashion, and we're golden. They can't touch us. Finally, which I think is the least of the four mentioned, is COVID. is still around to some extent, and some people have an actual legit reason. So those are the reasons. Now, what do we do with them? What are our options? Sitting around complaining. Waiting for things to change isn't going to fix the problem. You've got to get better or you're going to lose ground, which for me isn't an option. For you, should be an option. One thing that should be happening and likely is for a lot of you is your front desk has to be stellar at using a short call list. When patients get scheduled out two, four, six weeks, they should be asked, if something opens sooner, would you like us to call you? If they say yes, then you designate them somehow on the schedule, and when someone cancels, they need to hop on that list and look for people who have said, yes, please call me if something opens up sooner. That will help some, but will not completely cure the situation in most cases, although it can greatly reduce open time slots if you're doing it well. The other thing I've been working with clients on doing this year is quite simply getting more on your schedule for myself along with my clients our goal is to always have our monthly goal let's say it's 100,000 on the books by the 15th of whatever month we're in once we have that then we move on and start booking non-emergency treatment into the next month so let's run through this because i know most of you are not doing that if our goal is $100,000 for may historically We'd want to have that much on the books for May by May 15th. And then once we have that, when a patient comes up to the front needing fillings or crown or whatever, and we feel they'll be fine if they wait a few weeks, we look to book them in June because we know we're already hitting our goal in May and we want to be consistent. Consistency is the key. It's a spice of life. Why is consistency the key? Because when I'm consistent, I can plan. I can plan my life. I can plan my finances. I can plan my investments. If I can't have faith or trust in what's hitting my account on a month to month basis, it makes it hard to plan or invest in other financial areas of my life. Consistency relieves stress. I get sometimes you just have to do it, especially when you're in a growth phase. But you know what's really stressful? Going crazy, trying to get one more sealant on the schedule to hit your goal of 100,000 the last day of May, only to look up and see June has nothing on the books, and the fight starts all over again. That's no way to practice. Finally, consistency builds confidence. It builds confidence for you and yourself, and it builds confidence for your team. It builds security. It shows you and your team that you're not a one-hit wonder. You're not an Uncle Rico who could throw the pigskin a quarter mile back in high school. Hey, team, remember that one month in 2020 when we hit 115,000? That was incredible. I know, I know, we haven't hit it again since then, but let's just focus on that one month, huh? Consistency breeds confidence. So, all that to say, which may seem oversimplistic, but it's the truth. You have to work even harder and be even better to have more than your goal on the books knowing there's a high likelihood some douchechard is going to cancel last minute and sabotage your perfect schedule if the goal is 100,000 for the month before you should have had about 100,000 on the books for the month by the middle of the month the 15th let's say now i'm telling clients you may need 110 115,000 on the books by then i get it it sucks I get it. It's not fair, but I also get that's life. The old saying, don't wish things were different. Wish you were better and then get better comes to mind. We can be and moan all we want about how bad cancellations suck, but it doesn't do anything for us. Quit wishing things would change. The people would change. You're the only one you can control the change that happens within or doesn't. Like it or not, the degree To which you're willing to kick your own ass is likely the degree to which you will kick ass in every other area of your life. Now, I don't want to really leave this half baked. So here's a question that's probably running through some of your minds What do you do if you're booked to 110,000 by the 15th of the month and you still have a lot of openings in your schedule? First, if that's the case, I'd question if your goal is set correctly. Next, you're free to put in non production things you have to do, like post ops, crown seats, denture adjusts, etc. Get it off your schedule now so you have more productive time to hit your goal next month. And finally, and most importantly, is that in those slots, you can work in all the emergencies you want to and all the same day treatments you have room for. Listen, if someone is in my office, I'm ready to do work, and I can figure out the time, I'm not putting them off, even if I'm scheduled to go for the day or the month. Because as soon as I put that willing body out two weeks because I'm already booked to go, sure enough, they'll walk out and their car will break down, their dog will eat a sock and need surgery, etc., etc. Or they'll get COVID. But once I have to bring them back anyway, meaning they're not ready today, or there's no way I can work them in. Then I'm going to schedule them in a place to guarantee my goals and consistency going forward. So if your true goal for the office this month is 100,000, I'm going to have 110 on the books by the 15th, knowing I'm probably going to lose some people. Maybe I get lucky and I don't. So be it. Then I start stacking the production in the following month to make sure I'm consistent and life is stable. And then, if I want to go higher, I can go as high in the current month as I want, utilizing emergency patients and same-day treatment, which is a great skill to be able to work on regardless. Bottom line, stop trying to fix new problems with old ways of thinking. What got you to this point in your life and career will often not get you to the next point you want to be at. I know the solution can sound easy, but I also know that execution can be tougher. That's true for a lot of things in life. I don't make the rules. I know it can be done because I'm seeing my clients do it and they're rising to the occasion. And it's no easier for them. They've got to put in the work just like you do. But it does work and I'm seeing it working. If I was still practicing, I'd have to do the same things. And I guarantee you, I would do it. And I know you can too. If you want the things you say you want bad enough, you'll do whatever you need to do to achieve them. That's it for this week. We appreciate you listening. If you feel like you get any value from our podcast, please do us a favor. Leave us a glowing review on iTunes. We really appreciate when folks do that. If you're not getting value, I encourage you to spend your time in doing something else that will give you value. We could run ads on our podcast, but we don't because your time is precious and we don't want to waste it with bullcrap ads. Nothing against those companies, but we do ask for a review or ask that you would tell someone else about our podcast. As always, if you're interested in taking your practice in life to the next level, that's what we help docs do. Please reach out to us at Justin, Derek, Steve at the lifestylepractice.com. And until next week, peace.